Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in it. I'm Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and I'm joined, I'm going to say she's in San Diego still, by the wonderful Mrs Felicia Jones. Hey Paul, yes I am in sunny San Diego where the temperature is either mid to low 70s or mid to upper 70s every day, no rain. I'm not complaining sure. at all. Um, you know, like the weather conversation is sort of crept in to a, be a whole segment of this show. Um, uh-huh. You know, yeah. Uh, I think just to rile me, really. But um, yeah, we've, we've had Storm Debbie this week. So you know oh, how we had okay. Storm Kieran, but now we've had Storm oh. Debbie. Oh. Roughly oh, one, a, one a week. We've yeah. had Sunny Sam. I'm depressed. Anyway, let's not go down there. Told let's, you you can let's... come here. You can come Sorry, here. I, I'm not going to go. I, no, okay, now that's a choice. Yeah, that's a choice. That's a choice. At this point, that is that is, uh, that is is a choice. Okay. Yes, it um, is a choice. Let's, let's go straight into what is going on uh, in the world. Yay. We've got the, the usual um, things still going on. Uh, you yeah. know, in general, the world is on fire. Uh, and and stuff like that. Um, but here, there's been a bit of news over the last couple of days. I know how everybody really loves to follow British politics and the craziness that exists right yeah. now. We're just like the warm-up act for the US election next year. And that's, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> we just need to be a little bit of entertainment. The gates have opened. People are waiting at the bar. The first actors come on a bit earlier than expected. Uh, and everyone's like <laughs> trying to get through the queue to like see who's playing, realizing that it's not really that interesting and they're just going to wait for the main entertainment. But um, we've had some issues going on. So let me explain for any international listeners what's going on, because really, I don't think this would have made international news whatsoever. Um, no, British news kind of doesn't make news well, over here. You see, so my... my uh, my yardstick, I don't know if that's a phrase that you have, but my yardstick of measurement in terms of whether or not a story from Britain is of international significance is to switch on to Al Jazeera. And if Al Jazeera mention it, then I then it's significant. Because I actually, mm. I don't know what you think, but I like, I, I think Al Jazeera is a great news organization. Al, Al Jazeera is, is pretty cool. Um, I've while we have been in the RV, we that has been like the go to when we when we really need to know what's going on because it's really hard to get that kind of news here and and sometimes the BBC is okay, but they they kind of don't direct you over there as well. But Al Jazeera has been been pretty good. Yeah, I mean the thing with the BBC, lots of people talk about mainstream media, and I might oh I might have to talk to you about a blockchain event I went to yesterday that was really. Ooh. really quite it was really interesting but it was very much full of alternative society people who you know did not trust mainstream media and wanted the blockchain to succeed so that everybody could like learn from you know themselves and uh, each other one of those and, conferences yeah yeah yeah. and it well i did to be honest it wasn't what i expected it to be but i i turned up to this event that was in a room in a university kind of building and they oh. said, um, this is a panel discussion and everyone's on the panel. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Very oh, much so about just blockchain. a meetup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know much about blockchain. I'm just here to learn. But anyway, I learned quite a bit about 
blockchain, but it seems that Paul, it seems definite counterculture stuff going on. They were trying to convert you. That's what that was. Quite, quite possibly. They made quite a compelling case, yeah. but I did point out to them that everything that they could do, you could also do on TikTok. So, you know, <laughs> one person was very upset that there are three businesses that run the music industry and none of them are a record label. So they were very cross about that. But Oh, okay. Know. This is a bring your problem and air it, even though it has nothing to do with anything. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. The word the, the word democratization was like thrown around quite a lot. Mm. Um, did you ask if any of these people... Cash. Did you believe any? Did you ask if anyone believes that the Earth is flat? No, no, I didn't. Mm. But like I say, one person or a couple of people were very much like not into the BBC. And what I was going to say about the BBC was, I actually feel I can trust the BBC. But clearly, the BBC is the British Broadcasting Corporation. It's going to focus on British news more than anything else. So that's why, yes. if I want to know whether anything's cutting through internationally, I'll flick onto Al Jazeera. And mm -hmm. see but we love the that. BBC in case the BBC wants to pick us up. Yay. We love you, <laughs> BBC. Heart. Yes. Oh, yes. We love you. Yes. I, yeah. I think I, 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 having been to a session where BBC Sounds were saying that they're recruiting podcasts, I still don't think we meet their editorial guidelines. But, you know, maybe we'll, we'll work on that. We're a lot less Why controversial. Not? Well, you can't really have an opinion, it seems, but. We'll we'll work on oh. it and see if we get signed. I get, anyway, I'll work on my British accent. Maybe that'll help. Do so. Although they're they're quite into okay. international stuff, so you know maybe maybe don't. But the point was that I was looking <laughs> to see if this news had, had cut through. It hadn't. So let me just explain what's what's been going on. So uh, at the weekend there was a big uh, march for peace or pro Palestinian march, depending on your view. Um, and that was taking place and there was a bit of an uproar because it was happening on Armistice Day on the 11th of November. Um, the organisers said, well, we're not doing it at any time around the two minute silence, which is at 11 o'clock. We will do it in the afternoon. Um, now, the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, who is the person who wants to send people to Rwanda, FYI, mm, uh, she okay. said, well, it's, and Rishi Sunak said, you know, don't, you know, we don't think it should be done on this Saturday. Side note, they want to remove all political protest or all protest, yeah. frankly. So yeah. um, they said it's disrespectful, but the people marching said, actually, hang on a second, the march is for peace. It's Armistice Day, which is about peace. You know, it seems to fit for us. So Ella Braverman said, basically, she basically empowered the far right to, to come down to London. And oh, the far wow. right did come down to London to protect the war memorials that were were there well mm -hmm. uh, some kind of protection they did because they were the ones that mainly got arrested for fighting <laughs> and violence but it, it but it kind oh, of kicked okay. off okay so that that happened um and then yesterday so this is monday as we're recording it uh i mean there's, there's a little bit to the story whereby suella brotherman wrote a piece in the times and it wasn't mm -hmm. vetted or it was vetted by downing street but then they made some requested changes and she ignored it and it got published anyway. So mm. that's kind of undermining Sunak's authority. Cut long okay. story short, yesterday, Monday, she was sacked. Like by yeah. telephone. By telephone. Not even like in the traditional come and see me. I'll talk you know, talk to you in person and sack you in person. She got a phone call, you know, you're fired. Oh. 
Oh, well, at least it wasn't text message. Right. Some yeah, exactly. So she's so she's fired. Okay. And so there okay. has to be this reshuffle of government, like people moving around different jobs. I mean, I, I don't really understand it. Why can't you just find a replacement for that one person? But there you go. Anyway, um, to everybody's surprise, ex-Prime Minister David Cameron turns up to Downing Street to be given the Brexit foreign secretary's job. Brexit Dave, the guy who okay. basically put in motion the vote which he lost. Um, yeah. And suddenly he's back. So everyone's like, what? What does this mean? Does this mean, because he's considered quite centrist, does this mean that Rishi Sunak is swinging from the right more to the centre ground? Who knows? We think not because another appointment to his cabinet was a woman called Estimate Bay. She used to be a TV presenter. She mm. is basically the minister for wokery. Oh. That's, that's basically the role that she's been given to wokery to, okay. yeah to okay. check up on wokery and to stop wokery from um being like part of government or part of society or, or something to do with that you know what the fact that people take urban and or slash hip-hop terms and turn them into these things is fascinating to me so I mean, it doesn't mean the same thing as it originally meant now, does it? Oh, gosh, no. It was nothing. I mean, it slightly means the same, but not the... I mean, woke now is just a four-letter word to them. Yeah. Whereas yeah. woke was just, I need you to wake up to the reality of what's going on. So, so basically, they are anti-waking up and knowing what's going on. Get back to being um, a follower. So that's what they're doing. Okay. So there we go. So that's all that's been going on. It's not, like I say, it's not cut through internationally. No one gives a shit about our, who's in charge here, particularly. It doesn't affect anybody. No. As, as I said before, no. we're, we're NPCs in the world. We have, you know, yeah. every single thing that's wrong with the world can pretty much be traced back to some kind of British colonialist activity yeah. or, or, or incident or something like that. We should, so, just, we should just sue you. I mean, I'm surprised nobody has. We should um, definitely be cancelled. I don't think we can. You can't be sued. But oddly enough, I think some years ago, they opened it up so that either a country or something, they could sue like the Middle East or something. It was something weird. I got to go look this up. And then people were like, oh, so now we can sue. If that's the case, a lot of black people need to go sue quite a few countries mm. <laughs> over in Europe. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, you guys still British people be doing british things there you go yeah there we go so that's that's all the news i got okay well you know i will say this at some point you guys haven't given us have hasn't given the world any great music in a while or artists so i think you should work on that uh harry styles okay but that's it i mean there was a time you guys were like pumping them out like candy now I mean, we got to wait. Have got a new record. They're dead, aren't they? <laughs> Not all of them, but they've they've. Uh, there's a record called Now and it's Then, which is like need, AI generated need, or something. We need people who aren't already old. Like, okay, Harry can't do it by himself, and not throwing any shade to any British artists. I'm sure there are some great ones, but you know, there there was a time where there were quite a few that were coming out of 
the UK that were just like, I can't live without this song. I mean, we have Adele um, when she's not canceling concerts. Um, Harry Styles, people still here are still are not really sure who he is. So I think it depends on what circles you're in. Okay. A lot of people cool. never heard of him. Wow. Or they have and they're just not familiar with his music. What about like Stormzy and Central C and people like that, no. the grime scene? No, the grime scene, not No, massive. they haven't made a huge, in small in small doses, but they haven't made like huge waves yeah. on, on the radios and stuff here. Now, this is from somebody who doesn't listen to all this stuff. So What about, but, what about Dua Lipa? She's yes. made waves. Yes. Yes, yes. This club music too. Okay, here's one. Here's one. Do you know who Rita Ora is? Yes. Interesting. I I don't think everybody knows who she is, though. Because... No, no, I Rita Ora, yeah. Yeah. It's really and interesting, Jessie, the Rita Ora story. Oh, Jessie J? Jessie but she's where? not huge everywhere. She's not huge everywhere. I don't... How do I... How do I know Rita Ora? That's the question I that I often have. I, I want to know, like, who buys her records? Like, who listens to her records? Because I don't know anyone. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean to throw shade at her, but she's, she's like, pitched as, like, a, a massive pop star. But I don't know a fandom like there are for Harry Styles, the Swift, Swifties think, of the world. She, how do I know this name? I don't know. Unless she was in a... See... This has conspiracy theories yeah. written all it's over it. It's just like, why are you popular, Ed? But I know your name, even though I don't know anything that you do. Yeah. There must there <laughs> must be. There must be. I'm going to say Rita Ora conspiracy theory. Okay. On, there must be a conspiracy theory about Rita Ora. I don't Aura. know why I know that name, but all right. The... We have digressed. <laughs> yeah. Rita Ora denies that she is Becky with the good hair. What does that mean? Oh, Becky with the good hair. That's old, but um, uh, Beyonce's oh, Lemonade album. She was signed she, to Jay-Z's label. That's right. it. That rings about. So Beyonce's Lemonade album, in it, um, she talks about Becky with the good hair because the subject of the song is that the guy was cheating and you're, she was cheating with Becky with the good hair. Typically... In black people culture, when we talk about somebody with good hair, somebody either with like straight, curly, wavy, long hair, um, or, and then if you put Becky with it, that is, um, <laughs> that is a signal for a, a white woman. So it is like, that's what Becky with the good hair was. And then it started this controversy. Who was Jay-Z cheating with? And so people just started throwing names and things like that. Ah, Okay. Maybe that's how I know her name. I I feel like this this like this episode is so insightful <laughs> about random things. Okay, um, it is interesting. <laughs> interesting. I can't find any of the conspiracy oh, theories about Rita Ora. She's married to Taki Watiti. Yes. Interesting. Okay, I did not know that. I don't know who he is. Who's he? He is the director of Thor. The okay. last two Thor movies and a couple of other movies. He's a movie director. Because, because his face looked familiar. But I was like, yeah, I've never, he was, never um, seen him before. 
He was um the yeah the last two Thor movies that I know of. I think he's done a a couple of other things. Okay. Got a couple, you know, got nominated for an Academy Award. I, I have to go see what see what his um interesting his interesting. filmography is. Um, if you know any conspiracy theories about Rita Ora, listener, please uh, message us at the show so that we can follow those up because I need a new conspiracy <laughs> theories. I'm kind of like running out of. Uh, attention for like the ones that I have. Um, oh, ooh, you need I, new ones. Can I just tell you that uh-huh. a listener contacted me? Oh, a listener good contacted me. Good, good, good. They want a segment on the show. Okay, let me tell you what this segment is. Let me just find the message are we, are that we I was sent. Them for it? Sure. No, I think it's. I think it's a potentially a great idea if I can find <laughs> if I can find their message. Um, right, they said. Oh, hang on. Uh, this started a whole <laughs> conversation. Oh, I think you should have a Why Humans Exhaust You section where listeners can vent about the things that they that they were annoyed by this week. I said uh, We actually should do a call-in. We should do a call-in number so people can call in and we can play. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, okay, right. So let's, let's, let's work up to that. So if you're listening to this yes. and you'd be interested in coming in, we can do like live drop-ins and people can come. No, 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 and... no, no. They got to oh, call no? the phone number. Just a recording because we don't want live people because they may mess up the, the vibe. Oh, okay. So they can leave a voice note or something. Yes. yes. We could. Yes. Okay. So I was listening to the radio. What? The radio. And the radio stations here now, they allow, they say, WhatsApp us. Leave us a voice note on WhatsApp. And then because they don't want to like give people's names, they say 769, which is the last three digits of their number. 769 has left us this voice note. And they go, hi, yes. it's, it's Dave. And give the name anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should do so, voice because, you know, trying to have a live segment and now you got to go through all of the technical details to get somebody on live. That is just way too much of a headache. But um, quite a few podcasts do leave the call in, like old school radio okay. call in number. I like that. Okay, let's. And then let's we can just play it. That. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well done. Um, thank you for listening to our uh, production meeting live on the uh, on the show recording. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I said. Well, anyway, I said it was a great idea, and they yes. then um, told me. I said, "What are you? What are you annoyed about?" And they said, "It annoys me that people are annoyed that there's no dad." In the John Lewis Christmas ad. John Lewis Christmas ad is like the start of Christmas here. When John Lewis, the department store, issued their Christmas ad, um, then everyone like analyzes it to death and decides what, what it means. Um, and every year someone complains about it being it's too black or um, it's too white or, you know, this year people are complaining because there's no dad, there's no male figure um, in the advert. Mm, so um, men are feeling there we go. a little Anyway. Low. Let's sort let's sort out the um the leave a voice note thing. I have if you're listening yes. to Spotify, I have set up by default now every episode will have a question that says what are you annoyed about. So if you do want to leave us like Yay. text on Spotify, go ahead and listen to it on Spotify on your mobile and you'll be able to swipe up and answer that question. Yes. Okay. So let's let's segue into um sort of a main topic of conversation today about um Fitness 20 people. minutes later. Over to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes later for the main conversation. <laughs> yeah. Quick. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about um, in this last few minutes, we're going to talk about middle age 
fitness. I think it'd be great for today. And I don't know what the whole conversation is going to be about, but uh, it's just been surprising um, just getting older, trying to stay fit and how hard it is now. So I have picked, I, while I'm here in San Diego for the next 12 weeks, I am working with a personal trainer. Shout out to Jeremy at Train with Sturm. Um, I, he listened to our show the other day. <laughs> hi, Jeremy. Uh, hi, Jeremy. And I haven't worked with a personal trainer in a while. And it's amazing how when you were exercising a long time ago, so Back in 2019, up until then, I was like going to the gym on a regular basis, getting up at 5 a.m., like three or four days a week and doing all these things. And then, you know, the year of 2020 came and I just went to margaritas and pizza and I haven't really been doing much. Like we've been hiking quite a bit, but not like enough to, you know, because it's easy to just not hike and go outside. And uh, so now it's like, all right, I got to I got to change this. And so working with this. Uh, personal trainer has been fascinating because I am so weak, Paul. <laughs> it is like your brain is like your brain is like at your 25 year old version. Like, oh yeah, I used to do this. I used to lift heavy weights. I used to, you know, bench press, you know, for me, it's like probably 80 was my max. And now it's like, I'm starting at pressing just the bar, not even with weights on it. So it's like, and then you realize like I am so tight and I can't do anything and and it hurts so I don't know it's been fascinating just going through this whole process of middle-aged fitness trying to get fit in your middle age uh and the results I mean I don't know I know you started going to the gym but it's like your brain wants results now it's so hard to kind of combat that and it's just you know yeah over the last two months you know because i've like i realized I, I do need to lose weight and so i've been doing all of that and it's just like why can't i just fast forward to like next year when i've lost you know 100 pounds and i'm like cute and sexy and things like that but it doesn't work that way does it paul uh, apparently apparently not i've been a regular gym goer now for a year like you know three mm -hmm. four times a week for a year now i will say this not the I'm particularly one to, to talk because I think we had this conversation when I started the gym before lockdown, before the pandemic, when I was a regular go before and I stopped in lockdown mm -hmm. and didn't go back until I felt it was really safe, uh, which was like, you know, two, two years and a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I went and I felt like I fitted in when I, when I went back after lockdown, I felt like I was the old guy at the gym. That, that all the youngsters like look at and go, all right, granddad, hurry up on that machine. It's my turn. And do you know what? I have in a year of consistency, I have got stronger, right? And I'm happier mm -hmm. with, with how I look in that respect. But I'm still the old guy at the gym. And I don't think I can ever get back. I don't think I'll ever fit in now with like the youths. I don't know that that three year period really done it for me. I think that that three year period during uh, during all of this does change a lot. Now, I chose not to go to a gym and to get a personal trainer, so um, only because yeah, I'm I realized I wasn't a gym person some years ago, so I need like the fitness classes, and some of those classes move way too fast now. That's the other thing oh. I can't go too fast. Like I loved Orange Theory, and Orange Theory was one of those like hit hit workout things you go do yes. the, the weights 
you do the row machine and you do and you like switch every so many minutes and i love that i love doing that and there was a place here in san diego you know and they blast the music and i was just like i feel like that's too fast for me now like i i need this to slow down so that i can have good form because i can't afford to hurt myself anymore like uh and right before we got here i didn't tell you this but we were out on a hike and i fell and twisted my ankle and i was like i can't move fast anymore recovery isn't fast anymore and i i, I just can't do those things uh, so yeah i was like i'll pay the money and get a personal trainer so i don't hurt myself <laughs> Very so i feel you i feel you on that <laughs> I have to say that I, oh, well, there's two things. Actually, firstly, well done for saying I fell because the moment you start saying I had a fall, that's when you know you're old. There's a, there's oh, a oh, I know. I used to fall difference. down the stairs. I used to fall down the stairs. That's why I got a single story home uh, because <laughs> I couldn't do, I fell down the stairs three times in my last condo and I was like, I'm out of stairs. Like give me flat surfaces for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yeah, very wise. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, don't say I had a fall because that means you're old. But I, I've <laughs> noticed I get I get little niggles and pulls that I didn't have before. Like I've actually oh, yeah. got one right now at the top of my glute <laughs> because I, did, my, I, I go through like phases of what piece of equipment I like. At the minute, the squat rack is like my best friend. I love the squat yeah, rack. Yeah, okay. But uh, the whole like Astagrass thing, like, oh, well, I can get down pretty low. But I did hurt myself. I went a bit too far on, yeah. uh, on Sunday. And so I'm feeling it. It's now Tuesday. And it will take me a week to recover that. But whether it's a knee or an elbow or a shoulder, there's like just the these little niggles creep in that aren't bad enough that, you know, you've torn something. They're just they're just there in the background yeah. reminding you that you're old. It's a it's a lot of that, like working with him you know, like doing a single leg squat. And he's like, we got to go all the way down. And, you know, bef you know, uh, the other thing is your brain, like I said, your brain is like at your 20, 30 year old version of yourself working out. So when you're doing like a single leg squat or something like that, like he puts all these cushions underneath or to make it easier. And you're like, oh, I don't need that. And then no. the moment you do it, like, oh, hell yeah, I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> ah. like, because we were doing these single leg squats and like, oh, hold on to this post. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm fine. I got my balance. And then you're like tipping over. So to yesterday, he took away some of the cushions like, oh, can, can we get those back now? Because I don't want to go all the way to the ground anymore. So it's a, it's a process of trying to get in shape, especially after the last three years, you know, just not really doing yeah. anything outside of walking. And like even now since i've gotten here or the last few uh parks that we've been in so i'm like averaging more than um, uh -huh. about 11 to twelve thousand steps a day and just even walking like the back of my heels are a little tight and and you know the arches have to get used to just walking like i would walk to the trainer and i would have to slow down because it's like oh this hurts so yeah. it's just it's like your body's in use or lose it's like you didn't lose it and I'm going to remind you that if you want to keep using this, you need to move. Otherwise, I'm just going to hurt every time you breathe. So okay. uh, it's just been fascinating going through all of this and just realizing oh, I have a long way to go. And it's just going to take longer 
as you get older. That's the, I think that's the thing that's really hitting me. It's yes. just going to take longer now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I, much longer. Uh, uh, progress is, is slow. Oh, you know, that sucks, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> and I've, I've looked at, I've looked at pictures of me uh, from before, before COVID when I was a regular gym goer and my shirts are a lot smaller now. <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry. My shirts are a lot smaller then than than they are now, and this like my body. It's like my body has changed shape. Like I can't well, get rid of the little paunch, and I'm, I'm nearly fifty, so maybe that's fine. But I think a lot of that one. is that was the. I think that's the as you get older, like your weight goes to like certain areas now, <laughs> and it just takes a whole lot more to get rid of it. And yeah, that's the. That's the hard part about it. It's just like, oh, my weight used to go here. Now it's like here yeah. and it won't go away, won't which go. sucks. Do you um, look at any fitness people online? Do you follow any fitness, either influencers or, or PTs that have their own Instagram <laughs> account or something like that that are creating kind of advice? Um, there are only a few um, I, that I follow and I forget. I say fit, fit, with, fit with Carla. I follow mm -hmm. her because something hit me even a few years ago. I had to stop following young people, uh, young fitness influencers. Why? Um, I can't follow the 25-year-olds or 30-year-olds. One, because as I'm getting later in, like I'm mid-40s now, there is uh, dealing with perimenopause, menopause, and just hormone fluctuations, whereas... I'm just not in that situation and I haven't met anyone over 40 that can do the things that, you know, when you were 20, like, oh, I just stopped eating bread and I dropped like 40 pounds by three months. And, and here's my advice on how to get in shape. Whereas yeah. when you start getting older, you have time because when you're 20, you have a lot more time, uh, mm. time, <laughs> uh, motivation, uh, as I get older, just more aches and pains in certain places that I never had aches and pains and um, uh, not uh -huh. being able to do the crazy lifts anymore, not trying to get a six pack. Cause it's just like, I'm not, you know, and I'm not trying to be cute to find a man or to bounce coins off my ass. None of that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So I've learned, I've had to go to the, the influencers who are 50 plus when it comes okay, to, and also, and I can't really follow too many men. Because men 50 plus, they get into, they want to do all the steroids and stuff. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's, that's been the thing for me. It's just to find people who are the the 50 plus, um, mm -hmm. who kind of understand work life, this balance, and then just the other challenges of just getting older. That makes sense. That makes sense. See, I, I followed a few people and the ones that are, like in their fifties or, or midlife, they annoy me the most, I think, because <laughs> I'm looking at them and going, Well, obviously it's possible to look like that because mm -hmm. they they look like that. Although I'm not coping well with skin sagginess, like the the lack of elasticity, because you know, if I think yeah. about what would I like to look like, it doesn't involve having late forty year old skin like I have, which, you know, is increasingly a little bit saggy. Whereas all the mm -hmm. young lads are all like, you know, tight, 
tight and taut and like yeah. you know, there's, there's definition there in the right place and it's like well, I want to look like that you know, of course we like, do <laughs> it's like, that's that's not the reality but I think the the younger the the ones that I follow anyway tend to be like sort of lads in their uh, early to mid 20s that are having a bit of a laugh and they're fun and they're having a bit of banter and it's like you know it's lad chat and it's and it's quite funny the the 50 year old fitness people are a bit too serious about you know you might have a heart attack next week so let's (laughs) let's let's not have one and and stay and stay fit that's a bit too depressing for me that's that's the that's the reality though isn't it that is the reality that's why we want to really be fit and mobile is we don't want to have a heart attack but i kind of don't want to be reminded i mean to be honest, one of the big reasons was, you know, I went to the doctor a year ago and that cholesterol is high and all these other things are high. And it's just like, oh, we are not exercising just to have a cute butt now. We are exercising for our life. So it, that's alive, a huge yeah. that's a huge difference when I was like, I just want to wear a bikini. I remember that. Like, I'm just trying to get in my dance uniform and I want my boobs to not be saggy. But now they are kind of saggy and I need to make sure my heart doesn't quit on me. So it's yeah. a huge difference. <laughs> there, There is a difference. Now, I was told by one of the kids who thinks that they are like all knowledgeable because they've seen a couple of YouTube videos on it. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. That like I'm doing too much cardio, apparently. And like cardio destroys gains. And I'm like, well, actually, cardio is kind of necessary if you want your heart to survive um, yeah. with all the gains that you're getting, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I need to work the heart. I need to strengthen the heart, you know, not just bench my own body weight. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the huge difference of just being middle aged and trying to get fit. It's just, yeah, I know everybody says as you get older, you need to uh, do weight training and things like that. So you don't lose, um, just muscle mass period and not in kids. We're not talking about like, you know, being able to have the biceps, the cute biceps, but just so that you won't be frail, but also at the same time, it's just like, you know, I mean, those years of drinking and eating way too much on red meat, I need to get my heart together so that I don't have, a quadruple bypass like my dad just went through a quadruple bypass surgery and it's just and then now at in his 70s it's like you gotta lose weight you gotta start walking so uh it's like just this habit of course if i can be sexy in the 12 weeks oh hell yeah i'm gonna take it but i will take the fact that my knees don't squeak when i walk downstairs have do you have that my knees squeak a lot when i walk downstairs it's like no they they don't squeak But I have I have increased my propensity to grunt when I'm moving. Like if I'm bending down, yes. I'm like, mm. uh, you know, that mm. happens a lot more than I would like. It's like, when did that happen? Like, oh, my gosh, when did I get squeaky knees? And when did I have to grunt just to like sit up in bed or to get out the bed or uh, or walk around? Now, the funny thing that's been that's really hitting me now. I can't just get up and go. And I don't know if it's because of, it feels like I get stiff after I sit down for a long time. You know, when I'm, you know, I was young, like, all right, let's get up like out of the chair and start running. Now it's like, I get out the car 
and like Dustin's already walking. And I was like, like, give me like, give me 30 seconds to like warm up these hips so I can at least walk at a decent pace. It's pretty bad. Like, I just can't go. Like, it's so sad. <laughs> Do you know, I've just had this image of us. I mean, if the world carries on like this, perhaps <laughs> the podcast will still be running in like 15 years time. But like, I, I've just got this image of us like really old, like, just still running this bloody podcast, but uh, I I don't know. I I'm in total agreement with you that that sometimes the body is not is not working. There's the difference between yeah. how your brain thinks your body should work and what the yes. reality is, and it does seem those, that no yes. matter how much you work with a PT, <laughs> there's still some disconnect now between yes. what's in here and what's actually happening elsewhere. Yeah, it's like your body, it's like your brain's like, oh, let's get out the car and just walk fast. And your body's like, what is it that you want to do? Like, let me think about that first. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like delay and then you can catch up. But yeah, it is. I was like, I just can't get up and go now. So I don't know. It's, no. it's just, it's just fascinating just trying to stay fit while doing this stuff. And like your body craves oatmeal and broccoli now. And I can't do oh, tater tots and French fries and I ice cream go is that off. Far. Yeah, so no, I oh, wouldn't. I wouldn't I, go yeah, that I'm far. I'm at that point. I'm at. I that think point. I. I would like to be at that point, but oh, I'm there. Like the the whole, the whole like diet thing. See, I don't have a bad diet. I really don't have a bad diet, uh, but there's things that I just can't resist, and no amount of willpower is helping and i know they say you can't out train a bad diet and that is apparently yeah. true but do you know what i'm not like sat in my chair smoking 40 cigarettes a day drinking two bottles of wine or anything like like that you know don't drink yeah. don't smoke so you know that bit yeah. is 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 good if if chocolate was banned i would have a problem I could live without chocolate. I'm at the vanilla stage of life. I can't handle too much chocolate anymore. I can't do chocolate ice cream. Um, pizza, I can't handle that. Oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's I, it's pretty bad. I'm at the uh, avocado smoothie phase of life and eating beans. My goodness. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think we should do like a whole episode on like acid reflux because that seems to be like the <laughs> thing that is, everyone seems to have that I talk to of our age. There we go. So before we wrap up, like give us give us some tips, give us some like midlife fitness tips from your own experience of working with is it Jeremy? Jeremy, yeah. Yeah. Um I will say my biggest tip, I understand the cost is prohibitive for everyone, but if you can, with your HSAs, FSAs, um, people here in the United States, get you a trainer. Um and figure out a way to get that money out so that you can pay for a trainer uh is worthwhile so that one you don't hurt yourself uh two you get held accountable and the biggest thing um three is just is just wanting to show up so that you can live a little bit longer um if you want to uh the other thing i've learned is as i get older you have to stay active it is a use or lose if you can walk walk every day if you bike bike every day find something to do and stay active and i know in places like the UK or like living in Colorado in the winter time, it can get a little hard because you want to just snuggle up on that sofa. Uh, but find a way to stay active as possible and, um, 
or just move to San Diego where it's easier because as soon as we get off, I'm going to go ride the bike for a bit and then come back and finish work for the day. <laughs> Everyone just like get yourself to San Diego. That's um, all you got to do. Just move to San Diego. That's all you got to do. Nice and, nice and simple. <laughs> if you are listening to this show and you've got some midlife uh, fitness tips you want to share, we can be your guinea pigs or your influencers here and maybe <laughs> try some of these things out. But if you want to give us a tip, uh, get in touch with us at HEM underscore podcast on all the socials and we'd be delighted yes. to include it in the show perhaps and, and, and live, uh, live your advice. Okay, Felicia, I don't want to hold you up from taking your bike ride because as we've decided, that's <laughs> a very important aspect of your yes. life. Where are you going on the bike? How many miles are you going to do? Well, there is a 12 mile um, Mission Bay trail here. I will not be doing all of that because I haven't ridden my bike in a while. Um, I have been walking like three miles every day though. So that's kind of cool, but I'll probably just ride as until I get tired, until my butt starts hurting and then I'll come back. So, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well enjoy it. Stay safe on the road or trail, wherever it is you're biking. And um, uh, remember folks, if you've got something you want to tell us about, we will find a mechanism to allow you to get involved in the yes. show. Otherwise, I would say lovely to see you and I will see you next week, Felicia. See ya.